G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Uh, we've just heard uh, from uh, that wonderful lady, Karen, uh, flying in with her husband, uh, Mike, Mike, from from the United States. And uh, as we were having a little laugh while the ad break was on, I mean, uh, Karen and her husband, they could have been staying at a nice resort somewhere. But their resort has a Samaritan's Purse name on it and uh, it's people who are going through disaster I mean it's a different way to spend retirement but is that something you've seen others continue to do and uh, put their hand up for something different? certainly is Uh, there's plenty of people around that um, have been I suppose spending their retirement and trying to fill in time and all that sort of stuff well here's a great way to fill in time Um, but if you have a look at the people who volunteer from us Yes, there's a lot of retired people, but there's also a lot of young people as well. Well, you want uh, some young people who've got perhaps a little more energy, but I'm not you know, prejudging that uh, because you, you want some younger ones and some older ones too. Yep. But uh, how about numbers here? How important is it to have numbers of volunteers when a disaster comes? Because uh, obviously you want to get teams out there and, and working hard in the community. Sure. Look, our, our responses are really volunteer-driven. So the more volunteers we have, the more we can do. So at the moment, we've got uh, about uh, 27 here today in total. That allows us to send out two or three teams of people to do a variety of work. And in fact, uh, one of the teams finished their job early or late, late in the morning, um, so finished it earlier than expected. So they've now gone across to help another team. So the more people that we can get, the more teams that we can make up, the more homeowners we're able to assist. So that's very important. Stuart Beveridge, uh, this fabulous unit here, mm-hmm. the headquarters, uh, the command centre, as I've been calling it, and I know uh, Ian said, oh, it's, it's our office up in the top section there, but it's a little bit like a command centre because you can, you can mobilise something like 80 to 100 volunteers out of this centre and get them working hard in a community. Yeah, we've been wonderfully well provided for. Uh, this is a, a, a gift that has been made available. It gives us incredible capacity to care for many people at a time. And you don't miss it. I mean, it's iconic. People have stopped, even this morning, people have stopped and asked, well, what is this thing? What are you doing here? Uh, so it advertises our presence in a very uh, striking way. And, and you're right, it gives us a lot of capacity. We have got cupboards filled with tools and equipment that we use for cleaning and tidying and, and restoring and helping the community gather together, give them training and um, yeah, a work environment to work in and um, an opportunity to build relationships that will sustain and grow as community recovery goes on. Ian, as we're tying some loose ends together, some of the significant things about this unit, and uh, you know, I want to dwell on it because the importance of a unit like this is that it unites church communities together when there is a disaster. Uh, otherwise you've got people wondering how they can do something on their own but something like this comes into a community non-denominational non-threatening and with the intent of uniting 
church leaders, with church communities, church congregations, so that those who are able to volunteer out of that particular community can have a sense of being mobilised and uh, being uh, directed by someone who knows what to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you and Stuart both touched on important points there. Whilst I said it was volunteer-driven, it is, um, and that determines who we can help. But our goal is always to work in partnership with the local churches. We will be here for a while, our volunteers will be here for a while, but they will eventually leave. But the churches and the people within the churches, the people who live and work in this community, will be here ongoing. So our goal is to work in partnership and empower them and equip them to a degree with some skills and some knowledge so that they can help their own community ongoing because the disaster happens. The disaster is over in a relatively short time. The recovery starts, but the recovery actually takes months or even years. So that's the, that's the first important thing. But the other important thing is uh, what our sponsors do. And I'm sure that there's many sponsors of Samaritan's Purse that are listening. Our sponsors actually help us to do the things that we do. Whilst the volunteers are volunteers, they don't get paid, the equipment and all all the, the workings, the servicing of the vehicles, the, the tools, all of that has got to be paid for and not only do we actually sort of try and work with the churches in the community, we also try and work as much as we can with the businesses in the community to put some money back into those communities that actually help. So our role here is not just to come and go. Our role here is to be part of this community and empower this community to do, be able to keep on going. And we want to see this whole thing continue to be viable and uh, really effective and uh, even yesterday, I was I was uh, I was talking about aspirations because uh, there are 131 communities right now that are doing it really tough, and there's only one of these units. Uh, there's 130 communities around the country that could do with one of these in the backyard. Stuart, uh, the sky's the limit here. I mean, how big would you like to see this whole thing get? Our our vision as a organisation is to have a presence and a capacity to uh, to mobilize into disaster and crisis um, we'd love to see well if the need keeps growing we'd love to see the capacity grow with it and, and that means um, that means that it's going to take determined people who have a vision with us that will contribute and and give of resources and energy and and talking about the stories of yes it's a it's a big toolbox really it's our big bunnings on wheels uh, but it's about building li- it's about building lives it's about rebuilding community it's about sharing god's hope his presence with people and uh, no matter how many of these big boxes these big trucks we have it's about having the volunteers and the staff that will go out and lead those teams so that community can be re- renewed and reaffirmed just this morning when we were um, having our our prayer time and devotional time together one of the the american team members showed us a a Facebook post from the United States right at the moment. Mm. In Tennessee, in uh, Nashville and uh, Cooksville in Tennessee, there's been some serious tornadoes which have damaged a lot of houses and taken a lot of lives. Well, they had, yesterday, they had 3,500 volunteers um, through Samaritan's Purse operations that are able to be managed by Samaritan's Purse and dealt with by Samaritan's Purse in that country. Now, will we get to that level? I don't know. But it's an aspiration that would be great so we are able to say we can respond to people's uh, to emergencies and help people in need in Jesus name mm. if we have the right resources to do so 
Yeah, and I'd, I'd like to say there were 24 chaplains at that deployment as well in Nashville. 24 people who are trained and equipped and ready to stand alongside people and, and help them process the, the anxiety and bring them to that place of peace. Um, we're a smaller team here in Australia, but we are growing. Uh, I, I have had um, quite a few applications over the last few weeks. So as the word goes out, as the ministry happens, people recognise God ignites a spark in their heart. Yes, I can do what Ian and his team are doing with Samaritan's Purse. Yes, I want to be a part of that, that resilience and, and support of what the chaplains do. All of it is about sharing hope in Jesus' name. You know, there is a strong spirit of volunteerism in Australia because there are a lot of people, and uh, not to detract from the great work of the SES or uh, Royal Fire, uh, Rural Firefighting Services, where lots of volunteers are gathering together when there is a need to meet. Uh, there is a certain sense in which those who are being deployed out of this unit by Samaritan's Purse carrying this extra dimension that I've been talking about, this dimension that carries this hope of Christ, uh, this faith in Jesus Christ that has an eternal purpose to it and this ability to then express love via the churches in a community. No doubt there are people who are saying, well, that's the dimension that I want to have in my volunteerism. Stuart, perhaps you are on this particular issue here. People who are coming to you as volunteers, uh, they are roll up your sleeves, get on with the job type people, the sort of people who would volunteer with the SES or with the Rural Fire Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the sorts of people that come, you're coming across. Yes, they are, and they come with great heart. Uh, because, And maybe they've been on the receiving end of aid or support in the past, or maybe they've just grown up in a family that, that does focus on let's be a family that is about our neighbour, loving our neighbour as we love ourselves. Um, no matter what it is, the motivation is for us as an organisation, for Samaritan's Purse and for the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team, is that the whoever it is that we're caring for knows that the job will be done well, that it will be done as required to bring support and aid, and it will be done in Jesus' name. Because we're not just about today, we're about eternity. Uh, and we carry that in our hearts and motivates it's all that we are. Okay, when you said an aspiration earlier, and uh, you said, well, you were starting to dream big here, Ian, and said, uh, you know, well, I heard of uh, uh, an emergency situation in America, 3,500 people responded. I mean, that's probably dream come to, true for you if that happens uh, here in Australia. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there's nothing saying that we can't have a team that big that are connected with Samaritan's Purse. It's just a matter of people responding and making an inquiry about how they might be available. Is, how easy is, is it to actually connect? It's actually quite easy. Uh, if people just go on our website, samaritanspurse.org.au, they're able to uh, search through that, well, not have to search too far, have a look at it very easily and put a volunteer button that they're interested in volunteering, give their details and someone will get back to them and start to talk with them about volunteering for Samaritan's Purse. And you've got people at all sorts of different levels, Stuart, Mm. Uh, like Karen just before, you know, Mm. going through the ashes and the rubble of a burnt-out house uh, to try and rescue some of those emotional uh, attached Mm. uh, items. Uh, And then you've got this other level, and uh, there's a certain spirituality and a certain maturity required to be the chaplaincy level. Mm. Uh, Just give us a little insight here into the sort of levels that you'd like to see people respond to today. Sure. Um, There are the ones that just want to roll up their sleeves and get into it. Um, And you know what? They're going to be exposed to the same heart that our chaplains have because they're working alongside people. Um, and they are going to hear the, the homeowner talking about you know, the wrenching pain or the angst of, 
of what they've experienced. Um, and, and we love to see them equipped with just knowing how to sustain a conversation and, and be supportive in that. And you're right, there are others that, that God calls to lead, you know, and, and they're the ones that are, yes, they've got the experience of life and know how to lead a team, but they're also good at leading people. Uh, and their passion is the, the group, and they get to mentor and pour into that. And then there is that, that level of uh, those chaplains who are, um, you know, they're, they're about the human. They're about the, the reality of a person that just needs a listening ear and a supporting heart. Someone who can be calm in the midst of a chaotic situation, who, who can remain focused on the person in front of them and not distracted by the chainsaw or, or, or the whatever. Um, but simply the person standing in front of me is the one that I'm here to serve today in this moment. And, and when, when we find people, they're gold. You know, and they come from all walks of life. Um, some of my most valuable chaplains are, are retirees. Um, they've got miles and miles of life experience. You know, they've seen the worst of life. They've seen some of the best of life. And, and there's a richness to them. Uh, it also means that they're people who, who you can trust in a situation, not to rush um, and, and take the time so that the person will build trust, the, the hurting person will build trust and say, yeah, I'm going to tell you a little bit more. And they're watching for a reaction. Am I being affirmed here or, or am I being judged? I'm, I'm not being judged, great. I'll tell you a little bit more and a little bit more. And you're building little bridges of trust towards people. And, and before you know it, you've got a, a relationship. They're telling you stuff that, you know, maybe they've carried for years and they haven't felt safe enough to, to share it. Because it's never just the, the event. It's always this, this long line of, of little hurts or pains or, or events that... Uh, have brought them to this point of, I just need someone to talk to because if I keep carrying this, it's, it's going to break me. Yeah. And so there are a lot of Christian believers who are seeing the gospel that they carry as just being the ability to roll up and to share a message of the gospel with people. And oftentimes you'll find this idea of, I don't need your God right now. But when, when your team rolls up, Ian... Uh, your people, uh, these people who are uh, welcoming you, they need you right now. And so this message of the gospel comes alive because it's not just some empty chatter about God. Uh, it's actually a coming with the heart that rolls up sleeves and says, I'm here and uh, this is what the love of God is like. I'm here to help. That's, that's certainly right. I mean, our, sub, our subtitle, if you like, or sub, subtext here on our shirts, we are helping in Jesus' name. We see ourselves as the people who, because of our relationship with Jesus, we're able to demonstrate God's love to people. We're able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We're able to, using the Canadian term, and there's been some Canadians with them, we're able to love on them. And, and that is something that other groups probably don't have as their focus. Um, there's plenty of volunteer groups around. In fact, we've had two different groups here this morning. Uh, sorry, one today, one yesterday, wanting to know about what we do and how we do it and all that sort of stuff and having a look at what we're, what we're involved with. So w our distinctive really is we're helping in Jesus' name. Mm. We're helping mm. those people who really need it at the time when they really need it. And the reputation that you come with uh, has the name Billy Graham. And, of course, it was Franklin Graham who founded Samaritan's mm. Purse, mm. the son of Billy Graham. So you've got this wonderful reputation 
it's a global reputation. It's not American. It's it's global. I mean, the biggest revival time, uh, closest thing to national revival we've ever had. Back to the 1950s, Billy Graham in Australia. And for people, Stuart, who are thinking that the gospel message is only a preacher in a pulpit in front of a stadium, that is far from it. This is this has given a, a real bolster to the to the substance of what the gospel yeah. is about. No, you're right. We we earn the right to share the hope that we have by meeting the needs of the people standing in front of us. One of the senior leaders in the U.S. often says, and he's known for this statement, it, the quality of our work is the platform for our testimony. You know, we do a good job, so, uh, the best we can do, so that. Um, we earn the right, we earn the invitation to share it. And yes, words and deeds, faith and works. Um, loving someone is more than just having a feeling about them. It's actually responding. I believe that's what compassion is. Compassion is love that acts. And without that action, we have no right. We, we don't have any connection beyond um, pulling on a shirt. You know, Ian, uh, we're going home uh, very soon. In fact, uh, we'll be in broadcasting from Canberra tomorrow. Then we'll be back uh, to our Queensland headquarter base. Uh, you're going to be here for some time yet. and uh, But, you know, we, when, once the focus is gone from us, you know, we'll be sort of leaving you on your own. Uh, you'll be needing people to connect with you. And yes. no doubt today is the day of making the connection. So uh, so give us a you know, quick insight. You want people to contact you today, don't you? Yes, if they could get onto that website today and uh, list, list their names there, that would be terrific. Um, there's a phone number calling at the office, and I hope that they're ready for this as well. But certainly we would welcome any person who is interested in lending us a hand to volunteer and, and to be part of that, being the uh, to doing the, the help in Jesus' name. Uh, just quickly, what is the, do you know the phone number off by heart? Zero two double eight two five one three zero zero, and the website is samaritanspurse.org.au. Okay, well, uh, there's a phone number there, and if you can get to the website, samaritanspurse.org.au, and connect with Samaritans Purse, it's been our absolute pre- pleasure to be a part of what's happening with the. Uh, rec- Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.